0: Welcome to the Waves. This is our Golden Bachelor Recap podcast. Every week we're talking about the latest episode of the newest installment of the Bachelor franchise and 72-year-old Gary's quest for love. I'm Daisy Rosario, senior supervising producer of audio here at Slate,
1: and I'm Laura Stassi, host of the podcast Dating While Gray.
0: All right, Laura, here we are, episode 4. I mean, who? I feel like we should be like, further number along in the episodes based on how few women there are. Maybe that's just me.
1: It does seem to be going very fast. And again, I'm not a regular Bachelor
0: viewer, but we have whittled, man. Totally whittled. We have whittled. And by the end of this episode, we'll be down to six women. But let's talk about the episode itself and how we got there. So this week starts with Kind of this immediate awareness that there's going to be a group date. Yes. But do you want to be chosen for the group date? Because if you're not chosen for the group date, it means you probably get the one on one date. So like what? I
1: did not know that. So thank goodness they're telling. Well, first of all, when Trista comes in, thank you very much for someone saying, hey, this is Trista.
0: I thought she looked. Yes.
1: Vaguely familiar, but I thought Mm -hmm. it was the woman from last week. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) There's kind of a look about these bachelors and bachelorettes. but um But yes, and thankfully, Leslie did say, hey, if your name is not on the card, that means you get the one-on-one. Because these women, they were all like, yes, yes. And I'm like, okay, do they not know that it's kind of maybe a bad thing to be part of this group date? Or is it just kind of an automatic response you hear your name you're gonna cheer for yourself i don't know
0: yeah i know i mean that's the thing you can't you can't get a sense of real time you know in these episodes and so yeah you're not sure how much time they spent with him and it is like are they excited that they got picked because they're like oh good i finally know when i'm gonna talk to gary again or (laughs) are they just happy i don't know but yes you mentioned trista the original bachelorette shows up um you know, it really is honestly Trista's success as a bachelorette that I think a lot of this franchise leans on in terms of saying like it works. So it was (laughs) fun to see her. Um, But yeah. And then also we've got Faith who, you know, let's not forget Faith got the first impression rose and Faith is talking to us, the viewers a little bit about how she feels like maybe she's lost momentum with Gary. So, you know, she's anxious kind of going into this um, dividing of the group date.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But what a group date it was. I mean, how wonderful that they decided to play pickleball.
0: We've been waiting with bated breath. <laughs> oh, <yeah.
1: laughs> Can I just, I, I, I and again, this is probably very shallow of me, but I did notice I loved April's fabulous casual outfit. I mean, everybody was casual, but hers was like over the top, beautiful. And then she was also very nicely made up, where some of the women were very, you know, no makeup, very casual. So I just thought that was an interesting thing that, that that (laughs) she's, you know, okay, even though we're casual, I know I'm on camera.
0: She's the most aware of it at all times. I think, in general.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Uh, And Gary, you know, Gary himself, big pickleball fan. So, I mean, we know that Ellen, one of our contestants, is a pickleball co-captain. That is (laughs) uh, sometimes how they list what she does. Um, But now we finally have Gary talking about what pickleball means to him. And he's letting these ladies know that if you're going to share a life with Gary, there's going to be some pickleball. So the women get competitive. Let's play Pickle yeah. Pickleball! I am so excited to Dink. I
2: am in my element and I am ready to play some pickleball. Er, er, er. ah. You've got it
3: back. Woo! Never played pickleball, but if Gary plays with us, I would love to dink him or doogle him whatever it is. This sounds so naughty. What a sport.
2: Oh, hi. Woo.
4: I'm fired up today. I get to play pickleball. And I get to spend quality time with my amazing women. I don't know what could be better.
1: Welcome, ladies. What cute outfits, too. So, I guess. So, here's the thing. Okay, I have played pickleball. I love pickleball. And the one thing I was just wondering because apparently they all have to bring their own clothes. Clearly, they didn't bring those little outfits. But. Um, I'm wondering if they had the right footwear because one thing I learned from the very first pickleball clinic I took was you can't wear old running shoes or like walking shoes because it doesn't give you the lateral motion. You do need Ah. to wear like court shoes or actual pickleball shoes, volleyball shoes. So yeah, so of course I'm, I, I guess I'm taking my like too much of a journalist's eye on this, but are are these women wearing
0: (laughs) the right kind of shoes? Hey, I mean, I don't want them to get hurt. Like, yeah. (laughs) It did feel like it was Ellen's moment to shine. Like, she definitely looked the most natural. Like, she's been waiting for this. I also appreciate, like, the range of experience with pickleball, right? Like, so you had women that had obviously played pickleball, and then you had some that were like, why is it called pickleball? I don't know what's going on. Like, I, I feel like that's how the world experiences pickleball is like there's people that are really into it. And there's other people going, why did I start hearing about this all of a sudden? And there's no in between. <laughs> that felt very true.
1: <laughs> yeah, I felt like Sandra expressed it perfectly when she said something like, you know, I would like to dink him or dunkle him, <laughs> you know, <laughs> sounds so naughty. It does. <laughs> what a great sport. And uh, yes, it does yes. sound naughty. And it, it is does. a great sport. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. I mean, they look great playing it. And then we learn that Sandra is missing a huge event to be there. Sandra is missing her daughter's wedding to be there.
1: I just that was a jaw drop moment for me. Yes. Especially Sandra. Okay, mean me. Okay, of course, April's going to miss her daughters. (laughs) But Sandra? Mm -hmm. And honestly, I feel like Gary was like, oh, holy crap.
0: What? I know. Gary seemed very surprised. And, you know, I mentioned this last week. I really just feel like Gary is, you know, super close to his daughters, like really sweet dad energy. So, It just it genuinely seemed to be like, oh, my goodness. And so as pickleball wraps up, we then move on to seeing Gary talking to Sandra about this fact. And he seems kind of genuinely stunned. And then he's like, let's FaceTime your daughter. And they do.
4: I want to set pickleball conversation aside for just a minute. (laughs) okay? okay? someone told me. You have a daughter getting married today. Mm
3: -hmm. Don't you think you need to tell me about that a little bit? This is something my daughter and I discussed early on. She said, Mom, I've got my guy. I want you to go get yours.
4: I feel very flattered. Yeah? That's a big event.
3: It's a big event.
4: That's a big event. Yes. I thought it would be a great idea for you to call your daughter. What do you think?
2: I think you're the best. So
4: we're gonna hit FaceTime.
3: Okay. I think yeah. you hit this phone thingy.
4: Okay, let's do that. And
3: oh no, ma- no, maybe that that thing right
4: there. All right, let's do that. FaceTime. And face- oh. There we go. <laughs> we're too old for this, you know. Here we go. Here we go.
1: Hi, baby. Hi,
3: Mommy. Hi, hi, Ken. Hi. You uh, did? It. You t- I know, honey. This is me, Gary.
4: Hello. Congratulations.
3: That was so sweet of him. He's always full of sweet surprises. Okay, so
1: honestly, what awful. were your thoughts about... They look She's like who, they... It was sort of like a hostage video to weird. me. That yes, a it's bit. her freaking wedding day, and they're standing there having to FaceTime their mom, who's off being <laughs> on a reality game show. Do we really think her daughter said that to her? You need to go find your guy. I found my guy. I mean, I don't know. Right, yes, yes.
0: This is what Sandra tells Gary has, like, made this okay. Because Gary's like, you know, that's kind of a big moment that you're missing. (laughs) (laughs) And then Sandra's like, you know, my daughter said to me, I found my guy. Go find yours. And, yeah, then we see the FaceTime. They look... You know, I mean, I think FaceTimes in general, because you're trying to fit into the screen, can always look a little funny with two people anyway. But from (laughs) the little bit that we could see of them, I would say it didn't look like it was necessarily like the biggest wedding. I don't say that from the room. I say that from the little bit of how I could see how they were dressed. So I'm wondering if maybe that's part of it was like, you know, we're doing a small thing. It's not, you know, bananas. Mom, go find your love. It's okay. We understand you can't control like ABC's filming dates. And this is a big deal. Ah. I hope so, but I'll tell you, as a mother, yeah,
1: <laughs> and as a daughter, yeah i uh, oh Sandra, I'm sorry that I think that was a big miss. I really do think that was a big miss, but anyway, and I think it probably I don't know, I think down the road it will come to haunt her if not golden bachelor wise then Maybe daughter-wise.
0: Maybe daughter-wise. Yeah, maybe the, I mean, you know, hopefully they have plans to do something special for them. And, and you know, that it really is cool with everybody involved. But yeah, it's a weird vibe. I mean, I'll say like my mom, when my mom married her current husband, like she did it when I wasn't around. Like she was just called me one day and was like, we're gonna get married tomorrow. And I was like, I was bummed that I wasn't gonna get to yeah. be there. Like even though yeah. it was just gonna be something small. So <sighs> meanwhile, the only like real drama that we've had uh, in the house continues because Kathy and Teresa continue to be oil and water (laughs) is really just the best way I can describe it. These two just would never interact in real life. Like it's they're just continuing to bicker and like not understand each other. And when we're even seeing this, this moment is prompted by Teresa saying that she wants to apologize to Kathy and just kind of doesn't understand why it got as big as it did. And
1: yeah. I think um we've talked a little bit about does Teresa know what she's doing and maybe she's just being um she knows what she's doing when it comes to Gary, but maybe she's just being clueless when it comes to Kathy. I think Teresa knows what she's doing when it comes to the whole thing. Because, you know, going back to Trista at the beginning Teresa immediately co opted Trista. Like, oh, you know, I got the first date and started telling her all about the first date, grabbed onto her arm. And with this, to me, it almost felt like, does Teresa really want to clear the air or is she looking for ammunition to take when she has her conversation with Gary? And I think Kathy just fell right into the
0: trap. Right into it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I agree with you. I am like, you know, I definitely, definitely think Teresa knows what she's doing with Gary. Um, I will say I don't think that Teresa expected things to get as hot with Kathy as they did overall, like from jump. You know what I mean? In part, because even though one other of the women kind of like said something to Teresa, like sort of like almost like, get Kathy off of her back. It doesn't seem like it's that big of a reaction that anyone else is having, is the other thing. That's true. And so, like, that part of it is what's funny. Like, you do see Teresa talking to other people, and um, mostly to Faith, but you do see her talking to other people, and it just doesn't seem like anybody else gets, like, that heated about it. And so that's why I'm just, like, they're oil and water. Like, Teresa does, like, poke a specific nerve for Kathy that, like, Kathy... (laughs) I think keeps trying to articulate, but it is like, yeah, but also there's something about this woman that just bugs you. Like, let's be honest. Like some people just bug us more than other people, right? Like there's some people that it's just like the way they breathe. You're like, ah, and like, that is (laughs) Teresa for Kathy. And so, yeah, like, I think that's part of it for me is like, I believe that she somewhat knows that she's doing, but I also don't think that she like manufactured it from the start. I think that Kathy is just like, way more reactive to her in general.
3: I just want to make sure everything is good with us. Oh you know, this yeah. is
5: hard on everybody. Yes. I, I was going to ask you tonight, like, please don't tell me anything about what's going on. That makes me anxious. That mm-hmm. doesn't work well for me. Okay. Okay? Gotcha. So we're seeing at the rose ceremony the other night i'm standing there i have a rose you say to me i'm so glad gary gave you a rose and i said thank you that and then you said i know he came up to my bedroom and comforted me you know that that the other night cannot happen again
3: i never ever meant anything bad or malicious i was really just trying to share how it went and i kind of thought everybody we're going over this again hear me
5: It is a matter of being kind and being thinking, gee, will that hurt her feelings if I say, do you
3: see that? Yeah, I I didn't think I was not being kind. I didn't realize it, but I can see it now. So I have to tell you something.
5: Gary and I had a private date last night, and he's going to send you home. If that were true, would you want to hear that? What I just said to you, obviously, I'm I'm ki- fine. Not, well, then there's something there is- wrong. If you no, think because that's I'm fine. No, I'm so
3: open-minded that he, I want him to be with the best person. I truly ever do. You ever heard the expression, don't kiss and
5: tell? That's all I'm... Have you, okay. Seriously.
3: So that was a mistake. I made a big mistake, and I'm yeah, so sorry. This- and maybe I say too much, but I'm. it's not malicious.
0: I don't want it so to be So can I just give you good. some
5: friendly advice? Mm-hmm. Zip it.
0: Because even when they started talking about, like, oh, she's saying too much, like, some of the other women were like, I don't no like i don't notice what you notice you know like so i do i think that like now that they're in this weird back and forth that teresa is maneuvering it thoughtfully but I don't think that, like, she tried to create this overall situation with Kathy.
1: I would agree with you. I would 100% agree with you. And we'll learn a little bit later on in this episode that Kathy's just a little bit on edge when it comes to everybody and their interactions with Gary. Um, but even going back to the pickleball tournament, you know, she she partners with Ellen. And one of the prizes, besides being on the cover of, I don't know, something called Pickleball Magazine. Um, yeah, I guess
0: so. That's right. If they won the pickleball match, then they get to be on the cover of pickleball magazine with yeah. Gary.
1: Yeah, so. and they also got a kiss from Gary. But as you remember, sweet Ellen was like, "My kiss was," and that I do believe that was Kathy's first kiss with Gary.
0: I think so too.
1: Yeah, and and Ellen was like, "Well, mine was better." And Ellen was right. If you look, like, I mean,
0: <laughs> Gary oh, yes. was like,
1: "Okay, I'm going to kiss Kathy." Yep.
0: But he <laughs> so he was like, "Hey, Ellen, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely." Hey, baby. So yeah. then, like yes, it's it's like still pickleball day ish. It seems, and we see that Teresa is telling Gary about this weird tension that she has really, really crazy with Kathy. This last time, well, I want
4: to talk to you about that. Please talk to me. What are your thoughts on that? Yes, yeah, So since that?
0: then, so
3: um, for her, I will start out by saying that I really truly thought everybody would go on a date and then come back and say it was great and share it with the group. I just thought that's what we could do. So from day one, Kathy's always said to me, you're the one, you're the one, you're the one. And I thought that she was my friend and I thought I could just say whatever. guess I made a mistake of saying, you know, we had a great date and we had a great connection. I was trying to be really nice to her and she went to me and she said, just snip it, just snip
4: it. I'm really disappointed to hear that one of the women in the house would talk to another with that level of respect. There's no way to know. It was just a
0: whole weird conversation. Let's just be out. The whole conversation between Kathy and Teresa was so weird because we only saw, you know, I feel like I always feel the need to acknowledge that we're watching these edited shows and we never know if certain things go on for longer. But it definitely feel like it definitely at least. Watching it seemed like it was Teresa being like, Hey, I want to apologize. I don't, and Kathy just being like, I told you it's this. <laughs> like, just like there was just no willingness on really either end to like interact well. And then, but how much did she exaggerate
1: that for Gary?
0: I actually, after
1: that scene where Teresa's like, Oh my God, she just was so mean to me. <laughs> I thought, okay, Gary's going to send both of them home because. I felt like Gary, I don't know, I I believe Gary's getting a little tired of this and realizing it can't all be Kathy. Surely Teresa's got something to do with this. But I did feel, I felt bad for Kathy and I know I shouldn't, but, you know, because they immediately show his conversation with Kathy and her saying, you know, him saying, hey, what's going on? And she's like, well, Gary, I'm not a villain. And Gary's like, you know, really? You're not? I mean, it just, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Gary's basically like, why am I still hearing about this? Like, why is this going on again? What is happening here? Because Teresa has told him, like, things with Kathy just haven't gotten better. I mean, she's been very short with me. She told me to zip it, which is true. Kathy did tell her to zip it. And then Kathy's like, I mean, I said zip it, but I didn't mean it like that way, you know? And... (laughs) Then it's just clearly like some tension and it just feels weird that like he's having to mediate at all. Right. The whole vibe is odd. But anyway, like Gary kind of mediates that a little bit and then it becomes time for like the early rose of the week. I forget if this particular rose has a name, but um, (laughs) you know, it's a rose that you get before the rose ceremony and this week he decides to give it to Sandra because Sandra made a big sacrifice in being there like that felt like such a guilt rose even though i like Sandra a lot i think she seems very cool
1: i do too and yes if 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 ever there was a pity rose that's a pity rose i don't suspect we'll see Sandra after next week um even though i did love her until i found out that she missed her daughter's wedding i mean that did give me a, a different opinion of her i hate to say it but Gary would have been a total heel if he had not given Sandra that rose. That's
0: also true. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's too soon for her to go home, but I don't think she's going to be back next week.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and Sandra even says, like, Gary is a sentimental kind of guy. And when I tell you that truer words have never been spoken, that dude is just so clearly very sentimental. Gary is... We don't really see him crying in this episode, though we do see him (laughs) crying in the preview for next week when we get to that, but... (laughs) You know, Gary is one of those people that always looks like he's about like three seconds away from crying. Like he's just constantly on the precipice. Like it's just it's just a moment. It's just a moment away. Um, Then we do see this week's one on one date, which is with Leslie. So Leslie did not go. Leslie, our dancer from the talent show did not go on the group date. She got a one-on-one date with Gary. Also something physical. They're writing ATVs.
1: Okay. Let, we've got to talk about this because, um <laughs> so when I first saw her, you know, driving to the, I don't know, the rendezvous point, she's very, she looks great. She's got a tank top on, these little short jean shorts she looks great. And I thought, oh, good. It's going to be an active date. It's not going to be this like made up romantic date. However, it's on an ATV.
0: It's on an ATV.
1: It's on an ATV. Now, I remember when I was <laughs> home for the summer after college and my college roommate's boyfriend came to pick me up on a motorcycle to go on a motorcycle ride. And my dad was having a fit. He was like, and so it's the middle of summer. It's like 90 degrees. And he made me wear long sleeves and jeans, closed-toed shoes, because if you fell off the bike, if you're not dead, <laughs> you don't want to get all skinned up. Yeah. And Gary had on appropriate-ish clothes. He had a golf shirt on and long pants. Why couldn't they have told Leslie, hey, you'd be better off if you wore long pants?
0: Leslie looked so uncomfortable the entire time. Leslie like starts by being like, I've never done this before. Um, similar to pickleball Gary is like this is a part of my life that I really enjoy yeah but what fun is that I mean it's fun
1: when you're finally get on the same one
0: right that's the thing so they're in separate ATVs like they're just (laughs) following each other and then she's like nervous so she's behind Gary and I mean I just went jet skiing for the first time earlier this year which is physically I mean they're different but they're similar in terms of like how you're sitting and how you're holding on and yeah it takes a little while to get used to those things I've also gone snowmobiling which again similar but different they're all really hard to control so it's just funny because like Gary's like clearly so comfortable and she's just in the back being like I'm so happy to be on this one on one date, but this is not what I'd like to be doing. Uh, uh, And then he's like getting ahead of her. And then he's like, I'm worried about her. So he like lets her go first.
1: Yeah, I feel protective now that I'm like, you know, half a mile away ahead of her. Maybe I better stop and turn around.
0: Exactly. Like I was like, yeah, this is one of those things that would have been a lot more fun if they were riding together. Like,
1: yeah, she's just uncomfortable
0: (laughs) on her own.
1: Yeah, and even then, you really can't talk while you're on, even when they're finally together on that thing. And so I thought, okay, we know Gary likes to ride ATVs. Good for you, Gary. And again, I think I do prefer a more active date than a than a non-active date. <laughs> so that was a, you know, that hit the mark for me as well. But uh, yeah, I thought it was a little odd. So, you know, they get off the um, ATVs and then they're having this conversation What did you think about that conversation?
0: (sighs) Honestly, it didn't make the biggest impression on me.
2: Mm. You know, I don't have the best picker and I want to be. What
4: do you mean you don't have the best
0: picker? No,
2: I don't.
4: (laughs) You haven't been on point in the past?
2: No, I have not. Okay. No. I, I don't know. I told you, but I have been divorced twice. And. I was a single mother, you know, so I did everything on my own, and I literally got through it. Sometimes I don't even know how. No one was had my back, except then when I had my children, and of course when they grew up, they all have my back.
4: Yeah,
1: I and, feel the same way. Yeah,
2: that's the quality in you that I really like, and I'm really getting to adore it. It's funny because I thought
1: that it was a good conversation in that she said, she's the D word too, divorce. Yes. She didn't say, I'm no longer married twice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the way she said, uh, you know, she thought her picker was off. I thought that was a very yes. natural conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she expressed what a whole lot of older daters feel like yeah. they they tend to jump in. Without really thinking about it. Now, that said, I also think Leslie has now jumped into Gary. Mm. And I'm so I don't think her. I mean, he's a nice guy, but I don't think he's the one for her. There is an age difference. And so, but now I think, okay, now she thinks she's in this. She's got to give it her all. In fact, she even said something like that. I got to give it my all now. But, um, so I liked the conversation, but then I thought the hot tub scene was kind (laughs) of awkward.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's the thing. I guess, like, there were parts of it that felt kind of like traditional Bachelor to me. And then... I was also like, okay, Leslie, like, do your thing. Like, you know, try to secure your spot. But I think for me, yeah, I don't feel, I think, yeah, she's obviously like a beautiful woman who can dance and all this stuff, but like something about them doesn't do anything for me. Like it just, I don't see them together. I just, like, I'm always reminded of Leslie, but there are just other people that are still left who like, I kind of see Gary with more. And so I feel like, Yeah, I found myself kind of more interested in what was going on with the women back at the house that were hanging out while they were waiting for the one-to-one date to be over. And
1: again, I don't know if it's me being so new to this franchise or being kind of sensitive to all the, the kind of the criticism about the women that I've heard through social media. Okay, I think now we know after seeing Gary on that ATV and after seeing him in the hot tub... Gary looks like a regular guy. He had a little bit of a tummy. I mean, hello, don't we all? I think maybe I'm 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 definitely projecting, but I feel like Leslie was like, "Oh, Gary is seventy two years old. I am," (laughs) because he looked like a seventy two year old man in that hot tub, except for his ooh,
0: what was with the tat? I know. know Barely, but yeah. I mean, I I agree with you. And it's funny because I was talking to... This came up talking to some colleagues just about the fact that we're even doing these recaps and stuff and watching Golden Bachelor. And, you know, they said, like, oh, I heard, like, none of the women, like, look their age. Like, everyone's had a lot of work done. And me and another colleague were like, no, not really. Like, the pictures that they put out, like, the promotional images, sure. Like, it's a little glamour shot. There's some filtering there. But when you actually see them in the episodes... Yeah, it looks like just a range of women of of this, you know, age bracket. And yeah, a couple of them have maybe done a little bit of stuff, but it doesn't seem like it's necessarily across the board or that obvious. And I think similarly, like Gary also, you know, Gary cleans up well, like he's but he's just otherwise like kind of like healthy for his age. Guy, guy, but nothing special. Nothing special. I mean, I will say so, Laura, you hosted our regular episode of The Waves this week where you talked with Vulture's Catherine Von Arendach about The Golden Bachelor and kind of how it compares to other dating shows and such. And one of the things that you guys mentioned in the episode is how much more promotion ABC did for this golden bachelor much more than they've done for kind of other recent seasons of the bachelor and things like that. And to me, that seems very true. Anecdotally, you know, I, I live in DC, but I was in New York over the weekend and in both directions, taking the Amtrak between, I was like, there's Gary again, just billboards. (laughs) There's Gary again. There's Gary. And he looks great, but in a very, like they brought in some makeup people, they did some styling They put the photo together. When you're watching the show, he just does seem like, yeah, a 72 year old guy who's stayed active and like tries to be happy and alive in the world. And I do think that, yeah, Leslie is one of the younger contestants overall. Like, you know, so no one's younger than 60, but it's all a range. And and I would also say she does read a little younger And so, I think, I don't know if that's part of why they don't, to me, like they just don't vibe. But yeah, I just don't, I just don't get as much like sparks and stuff, I think, overall. And maybe that's part of why, you know, I think honestly, I think I tune out a little bit when Leslie's on screen and it's not anything about her. I just think I'm like, oh, you, it's not really you two. And, and what I could end up being completely wrong, obviously, but that's just. (laughs)
1: I don't think you're wrong.
0: Whereas like when he's with Ellen, I'm like, say more, say more.
1: So, but yeah, so while that that date was going on, there was a great, (laughs) a great game going on. Never have
2: I ever kissed another woman's husband. Oh, I have. (laughs) (laughs) Kissing another woman's husband. Really, April? Never have I ever had sex in a workplace. Oh, (laughs) God. Sandra. Sandra my husband and I
3: did it everywhere good for you I love so, it. You know, I've had sex in the workplace, and if I was married I'd do it again <laughs> oh. By the way, I should not be eating this ice cream because I'm lactose intolerant I'm gonna regret it
5: never have I ever had sex in the back of a car Oh man, who hasn't done that? Wait, wait, am I the
2: only one who didn't take a bite there? Front seat, back seat, on the oh, steering wheel. On
5: the steering I don't want to know. There are a couple of those ladies who apparently have done everything in the book. I, on the other hand, I got a lot of catching up to do.
1: Never have I ever been with a woman sexually.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Can we have another pint of ice cream oh, over here for you? Susan? Oh,
0: Never have I ever, classic drinking game, always played by the youngs. I've never seen it played by the olders, um, but seems very fun. Sandra continues to be just enjoyable in that she's yes. like, Yeah, my husband and I did it everywhere. And I was like, Okay, Sandra, I believe you. One question was never have I ever, you know, been intimate with a woman? Susan. My little queer heart respects you. Thank you for being the one to drink when that happens. Or eat
1: the ice cream when that happens.
0: Right. They were all yeah. eating ice cream. That's right. They were- <laughs> yeah. Sandra's also like, I'm not supposed to be eating ice cream. I'm <laughs> lactose intolerant. Sandra, <laughs> don't do that to yourself. Like, could there not have been another option? I'm confused. Um, but we're also start seeing Ellen realizing like she needs to tell Gary how she feels.
1: Yes. Yes. I I know this was probably scripted, but I do like the words that she chose to express herself. I like sort of the catalyst for her action. I thought that was very natural. You know what's so scary?
2: I almost forgot what it feels like to love. It's hard getting older. It's hard getting older and falling in love. The hardest part is my feelings that I haven't had in so long are being ignited and that's the part that's scaring me because I actually didn't think I could actually feel like this again. I gotta put myself out there and let him know. I think this conversation now is really important because the more I get to know who Gary is, um, the more nervous I get. You brought out a spark in me that I didn't realize how much I needed. I mean, I can't even remember the last time I felt this way, giggling, laughing, kissing. And I'm so happy, yet apprehensive, but I feel the need and the want to take a leap of faith and tell you, because I don't want to lose that opportunity that I haven't had in innumerable years, I'm falling in love with you, Gary, and it's really hard. Mm.
1: Okay, you know, I'm a big Ellen fan. And I do feel like she would have genuinely regretted had she not taken this opportunity. I don't think she lost any points with Gary doing this. She might, I mean, I thought it was kind of a weird reaction that he had. He kind of like grabbed her face and kissed her, (laughs) as opposed to. He
0: really went in for the kiss. Like, he (laughs) went in. I mean, that's the thing. Like, they just have a little bit more spark to me. Like, when they're around each other, there is a little something that I think is fun. Um, And on last week's episode, you know, is when Gary noted. He's like, Ellen is probably the person I feel most comfortable around. And he was just trying to figure out if that was a romantic connection or not. And so they've found a little romance. And so now, yeah, Ellen is realizing, you know, there's fewer and fewer women around me. I'm a real pickleball co-captain in life. (laughs) <laughs> I need to let him know, like I need to start locking some of this down. And so she does. She like, it's like, you know, I got to make sure that you know how I feel. And like, oh, and Gary, I mean, for, it just seems like Gary's like, like, yeah, me too. And then he goes in, he goes in.
1: Like Yes. And he, kids. according to the producers, there's the words and you know, you're my girl or something like yes. that. So
0: That's right. We see like a little, they put a little captioning on and it's like, you're my girl. And you're like, See, this is what I mean. Like, again, like Leslie seems great, but there's some spark there. There's some other spark there. Meanwhile, we are obviously getting closer to the rose ceremony. Nancy, we see that Nancy is feeling like maybe she hasn't connected with Gary enough. Other women are kind of surpassing her. She ends up bringing this up to Gary. And Gary's like, I can't disagree. Yeah, is that
1: does that happen, or did they think okay? So, because remember she was wearing that big boot because she got a stress fracture playing. That's right. Um, shouldn't laugh. She got a stress fracture playing pickleball. I think it was exacerbated by all those rose ceremonies, standing on the heels.
0: Just let them sit down. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. But so, so, so I was wondering, does this happen in in? other Bachelor iterations where people get to have a more dignified exit? Or do they think, okay, we don't want poor Nancy to stand around in that boot. So we're going to let her go home.
0: That's a great question. So I am someone who has watched The Bachelor, but I'm not like a hardcore Bachelor person. My impression from the like, amount that I've seen and been exposed to, which is like snippets of many, many seasons, and at least one full season is that like, I don't know if it's super common, but it does happen is I guess what I would say, but it does feel like it's happening a little bit more with these ladies in a way that to me makes sense. Like again, like in terms of like the difference between younger people on the regular version of the bachelor. And one of the things I was hoping and expecting to see from the golden bachelor was just, you know, these older people having had previous long relationships and just having more life experience, kind of having a more realistic desire about what they are there for. Whereas, you know, it's not just The Bachelor, but when you listen to 20-somethings on reality dating shows talking about what they're looking for, a lot of the time, the (laughs) things they (laughs) describe are somewhat crazy. Like, you're like, no. um, That's not actually what you want. So in that sense, like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, at the end of the season, you break it down and, like, it happened a little more here. But it makes sense to me that some of these women be like, yeah, you know what? I, I, I can see that I've run my course. <laughs> You're like, okay. Yeah. Let me go. Oh, you know what?
1: Before Nancy went home, Gary had that one-on-one with Susan and he gave her the rose quartz.
0: What was that all about? That's right. I forgot about this. So
1: first of all, I you know my feelings have changed about Susan where I like her. I'm not harboring hope she goes home. However, She's not going to win this thing. And so why would... To me, it felt almost a little mean that he would single her out with this rose quartz. I think like Sandra, I think Susan's going home next week. But I thought it was a beautiful gesture. She's a nice person. (laughs) So, So, you know, she deserves it. But he said a couple of weird things. Gary said that the qualities of the rose quartz reminded him of his dearly departed wife. And so, but right when he said that, there's like a little kiss and then there's the most awkward makeout scene ever. It, yeah, I mean, he had his like hands on her shoulders and it's like, Sus- <laughs> Susan, he wa- he doesn't want to kiss you. And it's like, did the did the producers say, keep
0: on kissing so that Kathy can spy on you? I mean, I right. c- could figure it out. Oh my goodness. And Susan, again, is the one who looks like Kris Jenner. And if the ladies were able to like vote on a miscongeniality Congeniality at the end, at least from what we see, I would suspect Susan would win. Like that's my guess. She seems like she just gets along with everybody and makes the bachelor mansion itself like a more pleasant place to be. But yeah, it does not seem like her connection with Gary is like that real or anything. So what I, I literally forgot about it because it is like he's just like, hey, Susan, come over here. And then he hands her a box and she opens it and it's it's rose quartz, like it's a rock. (laughs) Yeah, no,
1: but of course, you know, they had to do that. And then Kathy had to
0: ask, what's in the box? So
1: I think, you know, what you said earlier about how um, Kathy just is kind of prickly with anybody, with everybody. She especially doesn't mix with Teresa. But I think the whole thing is she's, all of a sudden now she's seeing, oh, wait a minute, it's not just Teresa who's my competition. Susan's my competition now too. Right, and the two
0: of them have seen... kind of like extra close in the little bit that we've seen not that you can be sure or tell completely right. but yeah i think that's the thing i think that uh yeah kathy's version of it starts to become very prickly and that is part of what's very tricky about it yeah and then it's time for the rose ceremony yeah there's so few roses i know like i just wrote oh my god so few roses <laughs> I know that I was counting
1: because I was like, okay, we know Sandra has one and she's in bed. Yes. Is it, is she sick from the ice cream eating? Is she sick with regret over her daughter? <laughs> <laughs> Probably both. I think both are equally valid. Um, and then we know that, uh, so we know she's getting one. We know Leslie already got her rose. So yeah. And then we know Nancy went home. There's only four roses. Four. Ro- I was on the edge of my seat. I really was.
0: Yes. And so... Oh, There's only four roses, but there's a few women left, and Ellen gets one. Faith gets one. Susan gets one. And as we know, Leslie and Sandra do already have theirs. And then we see the choice that Gary has made. Teresa gets a rose, and Kathy is going home. Kathy is not going to be there. We also say goodbye to April. Kathy and April both leave. I mean, to me, kind of neither of those people seemed like they had really connected with Gary very much. If there's anybody that you could say the phrase, like, they're not there for the right reasons about, it was probably April. Like, April's the only one that really came across to me. Like, I'm like, she might really try to be an influencer after this. Oh,
1: absolutely. She's the one who said, you know, aging sucks. (laughs) Yes. Like, okay, you're so negative. However, but I'm thinking, okay, with one fell swoop, Gary got rid of all the drama. April and Kathy brought the drama. What? Is this going to be a serious show
0: now? That's the thing, like, Gary, I don't know that Gary is built for this experience. Like, on the one hand, I think they needed to find somebody that was this sincere, frankly, to, like, kind of make it work. But it seems like it's very hard on him, and he's not interested in the aspects of this that are, like, kind of pure television, which are, you know, the women not getting along and things like that, which, again, not exactly what I want from this show myself, like... I feel like make a golden bachelor, let it be its own kind of different thing. I personally would enjoy that. I do enjoy the moments that really feel that way, even though it does feel like they're just kind of constantly trying to make it a regular bachelor season. This is something that you talk a lot about in this week's episode of the waves. If anybody hasn't listened to it yet, please go check it out. But yeah, he got rid of all all of the drama, and now we are down to six.
1: Yes, six. Okay, let me ask you a question. You might not know the answer to this. So he was saying things that were kind of confusing to me because the home visits are only with three women, correct?
0: I think so, but I don't know if they planned for it to be different because these are older women that have like whole families of their own. I don't know.
1: Because didn't he say something on the episode like uh, next time I have the ceremony, I will have already had the home visits or he said something that confused yeah, me. He
0: did say something like that. And I honestly, I can't remember if he said that after th- this, that it'll be like people that are likely to go into home visits or if it's that the that everyone that is left at this point will be a home visit. It does seem like too many people um, for it to all be home visits. But yeah, the hometowns, I mean, the hometowns which is what they call them. But yeah, I was a little confused of that too. Also in part, because as we have mentioned at other points, like the bachelor itself is often like a two hour show. We're having one hour episodes. As we said at the start of this recap, we're only on episode four. We're down to six women. Like it feels like if you would, you know, I, I, I know we're only on episode four, but if you told me we were on episode seven, I'd be like, that makes sense. Four does feel a little fast. So I I think I'm a little confused in that too, but part of that does feel also like I think they're just editing it differently and moving it along at like a different clip. Like I don't, I feel like we don't completely know exactly even how many episodes of the season there will be. Exactly.
1: And that's, so with the regular Bachelor, when they do hometown visits, is it, so this is what I'm trying to figure out.
0: Is it an episode per hometown or is it like, right? I'm not sure. And that's the other thing about, and that's the other thing about it not being two hours is that I would imagine it's usually a two hour episode with like kind of 35-ish minutes in each person's, you know, hometown would be enough. But are we gonna do it differently because it's Golden Bachelor? Who knows? I'm just trying to figure out when the finale is. <laughs> I know. We don't we don't know. <laughs> I, I, I gotta schedule the watch party. <laughs> I know. Um Also, just want to quickly mention that after the rose ceremony, Gary does uh, ask if he can walk Kathy out. And he's basically like, I think you'll find your person. And she's like, I wish you so well. And then, you know, they like hug and it's goodbye. But then we start seeing the preview for what I guess is like next week. I don't know if they were showing us just next week or like kind of what's left of the season. But Gary is crying again.
1: Crying big time. And it's almost I mean, okay. I almost think he didn't get enough counseling pre-taping because if this experience is so intense, he said it was like...
0: I haven't felt this bad since his wife died, is what he said. Yes. He hasn't felt this bad since his wife died, and this is a close second. And he's like sitting down talking to someone that I think, you know, we're not sure who it is, but it might be a producer from the way it's shot even. But yeah, it looks like he's really struggling with the... (laughs) The culling of the women. Right. Love is not supposed to be this hard.
1: (laughs) It is, you know, it is supposed to be. You don't want to hurt someone's feelings, but he's way too invested in. To me, it's almost almost like a savior viewpoint. Mm. You know, he's not looking for love just for him. He needs to save one of these women from a lifetime of misery being on their own. And it might be well-intentioned, but it's also to me causing him a lot of strife and it's not fair to the women yeah you know of course they're going to be disappointed but if they're going to be so heartbroken and upset to the extent that you think they are then that's not a healthy match i just want to shake him
0: (laughs) gary i know that's the thing i kind of i feel like i want to shake him as well and and not for like caring a lot but just kind of like yeah man you've got (laughs) to Like, everyone signed up to be here. You're all adults. Like, you've got to figure out a healthy way for you to all navigate this if this is what you're doing. Um, But, yeah, so that preview is pretty intense because I feel like, I mean, I honestly, they they show a few things. But the thing that really sticks is just, like, Gary walking away from the camera multiple times and then saying, like, I'm done. And you're like, whoa, what's going to happen? Like, is this part of why... It, it, it feels really rushed. Is it short? Like, does Gary oh drop out in some way? Like, I don't know, but it definitely seems like he's struggling. Didn't somebody jump the
1: fence? Um, in one season, is Gary going to jump the fence? Is
0: he going to jump the fence? <laughs> I mean, that he should be careful. He, he looks <laughs> he looks spry, but like still, like just that's a it's a high fence. Um, <laughs> he's going to jump the bunk bed. <laughs> Woo! Yes. So yeah, that's that's what's happening on episode four of however many episodes this season is going to be. But we will, of course, still be here recapping Gary's adventures, finding love. Again, now down to six women. Uh, Laura, let's wrap up, of course, by talking about who we think might be the last woman standing, who might be the woman who will actually uh, earn Gary's love. Again, we are down to Ellen, Faith, Susan, Teresa, Leslie, and Sandra, what are you thinking?
1: Well, I still want Ellen for the win. However, if the preview for what's coming up is any indication, I think Ellen is going to get the boot. I think I think Gary's going to choose Lust for Faith over Happily Ever After with Ellen, but I want Ellen.
0: Yeah. Ellen's also who I'd like to see him with, at least from what I know of them too. Um I could also potentially see Faith. Um, yeah, Leslie feels like a wild card because, again, i just I just don't feel a spark through the television set or the laptop screen when I'm watching them. I don't think Susan really has a chance. Teresa and him, obviously have some kind of weird connection, but i it's one of those ones where I just feel like, it makes sense in this setting but like then when they were out in the real world it would be very different you know and honestly like sandra gary's not for sandra sandra is awesome and should just go find somebody amazing like sandra deserves uh to have some like real fun out there but yeah i'm also kind of like rooting for and hoping that it's ellen so we shall see team ellen team ellen over here (laughs) <laughs> well, Laura, as usual, thank you so much for joining me for these recaps. And listeners, please make sure to check out Laura's podcast, Dating While Gray, which drops every Thursday. Yes. Thank you. Thanks, Daisy. It's been great talking with you. Always a pleasure. Shana Roth will be back next week to bring you your recaps. And we hope you're enjoying them. Please let people know if you have any friends watching The Golden Bachelor who are looking for a recap show, let them know that we're here. Thank you so much for listening to Slate podcasts, and we'll catch you next week.
1: I'm Laura Stasi. This week on Dating While Gray, we're exploring how some older singles deal with later in life romantic splits. Your oh. Anger Management. That's this week on Dating While Gray, the Grown Up's Guide to Love, Sex, and Relationships. Find us wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Bye.